This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call Newsroom. I'm Lauren Clayson. Lingering questions about transmission and immunity to COVID-19 are clouding the outlook for the fall as the U.S. drops restrictions and reduces case surveillance. The decisions have split public experts as the virus continues to surge in some countries abroad and as vaccination rates lag in some places here at home. New CDC guidance lifting indoor mask recommendations for vaccinated people has also prompted a number of Republicans to flout mask mandates altogether, with some state leaders even imposing bans on masks in schools. The combination paints an uncertain future as scientists try to determine how long immunity lasts. Researchers don't yet know whether the public will need booster shots or whether future variants could undercut the vaccines. Seniors are the most vulnerable to the virus and are also the least likely to maintain long-term immunity. Because the elderly were among the first groups vaccinated last winter, they're also the ones facing the earliest test about the vaccine's longevity this fall. New cases are at their lowest since June 2020, with the seven-day average below 30,000. Recent studies have also shown that the current vaccines do have strong but lesser protection against current variants. But recent evidence also shows that undocumented breakthrough cases, while rare, can result in transmission. The New York Yankees made headlines when nine fully vaccinated members tested positive this month. The team received Johnson & Johnson's vaccine, which is around 20% less effective than Pfizer's or Moderna's. The incident is raising questions about the vaccine's risk of transmission, even if it works at preventing sickness. Senior FDA official Peter Marks said during a recent online event that the incident was, quote, not totally shocking, citing the vaccine's lower efficacy. Fewer than 10 million people have received Johnson & Johnson's vaccine, thanks to problems at a contractor's manufacturing facility. Epidemiologists have more confidence in Pfizer's and Moderna's ability to block transmission, even though studies have largely been performed while the world is under mask restrictions. But the pullback on masks could set up another dispute with unions. While masks may not be essential for a short bus ride to work, they are more important for a bus driver who could be exposed to long bouts of high doses. Amid all of this, the CDC recently stopped monitoring breakthrough infections unless they result in hospitalization or death. The administration is stepping up genomic surveillance of variants in the meantime, largely through the help of a $1.7 billion infusion from the most recent COVID aid law. It's clear not all breakthrough cases result in transmission. Some people could have enough virus to be detected on a sensitive test, but not enough to spread it. That's why the decision to only track serious breakthroughs makes sense to some experts, but others question whether it's a wise move as variants continue to circulate. 